Hello and welcome to the Culture Watch Podcast. My name is Andrew Gomison, and this podcast is an outreach of Speaking for Him. We are so grateful that you've chosen to join us today. If this is your first time here, please let us know what you think. And even if you have never given us any feedback, but you want to let us know what you think, please drop us a line with the contact information that will run at the end of the show. For those who may not know, the purpose of the Culture Watch podcast is to look at news and current events from a Christian perspective because we can choose to ignore current events to a certain extent, but they do affect all of our lives. And we were not called to be of the world, but we were certainly called to live in it. And we need to have a proper response to the things that are going on around us. I have a bit of a shorter show today, and so we'll jump right into it with news from the week of November 6th. It feels hard to believe that it is November already, but here we stand, one year from the presidential election, something we should all be praying about. And so I would encourage you to start doing your due diligence so you can start uh, to consider who you will support in the presidential primary. And the easy answer is not always the best answer. With that being said, let's jump into today's news stories. The first one comes out of the UK and one school's response to the emergence of AI as a major tool and how they are utilizing it. The name of the bot, uh, the first iteration of the bot was Abigail Bailey, and the title was AI Principal Head Teacher. What it was meant to do was to help with leadership, structure thoughts, and help me at strange times when other people weren't working that would be annoying if I called them up at nine o'clock at night and uh, help me structure my thoughts about strategic leadership at Cotsmore. How we're doing things at Cotsmore is that it's all in addition to the people who are here. In fact, we have never employed so many people, uh, so many humans uh, as we do now. Um, and so we've got a lot of people here. So these bots uh, and this strategic leadership bot and the head of AI bot and the uh, and, and the other the other bots that are helping people, they are there to augment the offering. They're not there to take uh, away from anybody or to um, replace anybody, and they haven't. And but they definitely are um, looking like they're helping a lot. Yeah, so um, I, I assume in the US, but certainly in the UK, uh, teachers are writing policies the whole time. They're writing risk assessments. They're writing schemes of work. They're writing lesson plans. And these are the things that could be, uh, the, 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 the time could be reduced so, so much. Let's say you're writing a scheme of work. Scheme of work is a whole term or a long period of time when you're teaching. And... Um, what happens is you want to include some really important government document in it. And so you go, this is my scheme of work. I really need to include this safeguarding document in it. Could you please uh, integrate that into all of my schemes of work? And also this can, can work with lesson plans and it will do it seamlessly. One of the coolest, one of the most exciting things that's happening, and we're developing it uh, with a an AI developer, is 
um, the idea of a, a bespoke uh, learning uh, pr- platform or bespoke learning program for individuals. And so you learn about how each child learns and you get that uh, information and you feed it into the AI and it will produce individual booklets or individual resources for the specific child sitting in front of you. So there might be 20 children in the room and there'll be 20 different booklets that will be produced and they will all have the things that they're interested in. Let's say it's a maths thing and they'll have the uh, thing that they're interested in uh, and, and the next person will have another thing they're interested in and that'll be related to the maths. And so it is uh, specific to the child and that is something that is we're working very, very, very hard on I just wanted to take the opportunity to share that with you. First of all, to say that I felt like the headline was a little bit misleading because I honestly thought I was going to click on a story where they were going to talk about how this bot was totally managing the school. And actually, it turns out that the headmaster is just utilizing this bot to relieve some of his employees of what would be late night calls that would bother their family life or social life. And there's something to respect about that. But as we see greater and greater uses for AI, we also see that there's problems with it. When you write something, and as someone who particularly loves to write in the context of this podcast and also in the context of being an author of a book, You want it to be what you said. I even chafe a little bit when people talk about book editors because a book editor can change what you wrote drastically. But the key to being a good book editor is editing out the unnecessary things and still letting the author's message and words shine. So as we advance to AI, we need to be careful that we don't allow the AI to take over all of the jobs that require writing because you won't get heart and soul in AI. An AI can write you an essay on a particular topic, but it can't convey passion for that topic. An AI could write a curriculum for a child, supposedly, but it can't convey passion for that child. It can't teach a child the nuances of life. So I think... AI is a very good reminder to us that there are a lot of things that we can use as tools or they can use us, and we need to be careful to use them wisely. Of course, if we are all honest, we use AI in one form or another, most of us, every day. My phone is equipped with Siri. I ask Siri questions when I want to know specific answers in a very quick manner. But I also can see how AI has caused us not to think as much as we used to. When I was growing up in the time of landlines and before cell phones, there were probably 10 phone numbers that I memorized, that I knew by heart, and I knew that I could call the particular people at those phone numbers anytime I needed to from any phone anywhere. Now... Even those among my closest friend group, I do not know most of their numbers because I never took the time to memorize them. 
I simply program them into my phone and hope that I don't lose them. So it would probably be a good idea for me to memorize some of those phone numbers. That's just one example where we have, as a society, gotten lazier. And has it really given us much more time or better communication? I would submit that no, it does not. There are a lot of people today that will say, I'd rather you text me than call me. Mostly because we are busy running to and fro. But as I often think about, and as is sometimes difficult to process, but is nonetheless true, it seems we have more ways to communicate with one another, but we do less actual communication. When I was in college, it was pointed out in one of my communications classes that only 10% of communication is the things you say, and the other 90% is the way you say it. Well, There is limited nuance when you have an AI bot write you something or say something to people. There are places for it. I actually used AI to put some information at the end of a recent YouTube video I posted. But we must not allow AI to take over the human touch of what we are doing. And we must strive to have purposeful communication with others. That is why I prefer to schedule phone calls with the people that I really care about because I can send brief messages, I can send text messages, and yes, there is a certain personal touch to that, but there's something intentional about actually taking the time out of your day to spend 15, 20 minutes, maybe even half an hour with someone you care about and give them your full undivided attention. Now, that is difficult, and sometimes it's not possible. But I think overall, we can do a better job of processing this and communicating with those we love. The final thing I will mention in regards to AI is that one way that I have started to use AI a little bit is to improve the quality of the descriptions in my podcast. That being said... I will often look over the description they recommend and I will tweak it myself to make sure that it still maintains the personal touch. I don't want you to listen to something that I recorded or to read something that I wrote and feel like a robot wrote it. I want you to know that above all, it comes from my heart. That leads me into our second and final story for the day. And that is Rashid Tlaib continues to double down on her support of Hamas. There was one other chant, and and this uh, this particular chant was heard on the streets of Washington and New York and from a member of Congress. The chant is, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And it's anti-Semitic because it implies from the river to the sea, it's from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, they would wipe Israel off the face of the earth. And here's the thing. Congresswoman uh, Tlaib from the great state of Michigan used that and got some blowback. Watch this. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. We will remember in 2024.
well-produced, well-financed. Good job. Uh, you're watching a civil war on the left. Because, Lawrence, Bernie Sanders was asked to condemn this these remarks. He didn't. Uh, we have uh, Tlaib uh, saying what she's saying. And uh, Omar did not condemn this. And Jayapal did not condemn these remarks against their own president. That's what happens when you weaponize this woke uh, victim ideology. It blows up in your face, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the problem is, Brian, it's just not wokeism now. I mean, they're, they're advocating for the annihilation of Jews. These are hate crimes. Right. The rhetoric are directly from radical Islam. Um, and pretty soon, we're going to understand exactly what they mean. Um, one of our producers here was telling me a story. Uh, he lives about 10 minutes away from the local synagogue. It was surrounded by pro-Palestinian protesters, pro-Hamas supporters that are there. If it's not about Jews... If it's not about the people, then why are you surrounding a synagogue? Please explain to me how that's okay. What would happen if you surrounded a mosque? What would be the reaction toward that? Pretty soon we have to take all of these folks that are having the Hamas flag, saying to the river, from the river to the sea, at their words. They They want to annihilate Jews. Friends, you may wonder why I keep bringing this topic to the fore on this podcast. But the reality is, Israel did not attack Hamas. Hamas is the aggressor here. Hamas is registered as a terrorist organization in London. Israel has been an ally of the United States for a long time. This country is based on Judeo-Christian values. Whether people want to acknowledge it or not, Jews and Christians form the basis for the moral structure of the United States of America. And as we have already stated on this podcast, Paul prayed for his people. He said, if I could be accursed for the Jewish people, I would, even though he was called to the Gentiles. In the Psalms, we are told to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It is a stain upon the great state of Michigan that someone like Rashid Tlaib is in power. It is a clarion call to the voters in 2024 to say no more. You see, folks, I have nothing but respect for people that come to America for freedom and want to be Americans. But being an American means respecting and embracing what America stands for, and Rashid Tlaib does not do that. She wants to take down what is good and right about America. She was complaining and crying about how we need to protect the children in this struggle. Well, not caring one iota for the children of America. We need to stop this insanity and support Israel with everything we have. Because it doesn't go well with those who go against Israel. God said to Abram when he was leaving Ur of the Chaldees to get to a land that God would show him, he said, 
In you all the nations of the world will be blessed. And those who curse you will be cursed. And those who bless you will be blessed. That is what we are facing here in America and around the world is the opportunity to bless or curse Israel. And I am here to tell you unequivocally that I choose to bless Israel. That I want people in power here in Michigan and throughout the country who love Israel. Because we are told in the Bible that blessing will follow those who love Israel. We need to crack down on these students. We need to teach them history. They don't even understand that the LGBT agenda that they so doggedly cling to is not supported one iota in Palestine. And yet, they cling to both supporting an LGBT agenda and supporting a people who wants their annihilation among others. So I would encourage you, my friends, to pray for the peace of Israel. This is not a laughing matter, folks. We went through this in the 1940s when Adolf Hitler wanted to annihilate the Jewish race. And now we have people harassing Jews in synagogues because they want to blame them for what Hamas is doing. And they want to act like Hamas is not the aggressor here when in fact they are. I know I've used this passage before, but I'm going to use it again. God says, Woe unto those who call good evil and evil good. I'm not going to listen to someone ask for pity for Palestine's children when therefore the wholesale murder of children here in the United States of America. And what about the many children that Hamas has killed? What about the blatant lies that have been perpetuated by the far left when they said that Israel bombed a hospital and killed people, but it was actually Hamas behind it? What about Hamas having headquarters underneath a hospital? We need to call out this hypocrisy and pray for our nation and the world as never before. But the good news is that as believers, we do not need to fear. Because Jesus said, if there are wars and rumors of wars, do not fear, for the end is not yet. But we also know that the end is near. We know that Jesus is coming back. And we know that eventually, through Jesus coming back to earth, peace will reign worldwide. There's a lot of people that talk about the one world government, but the only one world government that will last is the one where Jesus sits on his throne as the Prince of Peace. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the return of Christ to be taken out of the sin-sick world, to be given a new body. And I'm looking forward to reigning as a king and priest 
to my God in a very literal way at the end of time. But until then, I want to continue to shine as a bright light in this crooked and perverse generation as the Apostle Paul admonishes us in the book of Philippians. I hope that this podcast has given you much to think about and has encouraged you with some ways to engage those around you in important discussions about big issues and that above all that we would be people that are filled with grace, seasoned with salt, so that we can have constructive conversations to draw people who have no answers to the one who is the answer, the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. That's about all I have time for on today's episode. But as I said, I would encourage you to contact me with the contact information that's about to roll. Give me any comments, questions, or feedback. I would love to hear it. Maybe you'll share with me a story that I should use on a future episode. God be with you. Have a great week. And as always, keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking for Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.